everybody. Welcome to Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu, episode number 97. Tonight we've got our 2019 MLB season kickoff. We are so happy to be back after a little bit of a February hiatus there, a little bit of a midwinter break. Baseball and spring are right around the corner. Um, and we are delighted tonight uh, to have a special guest. I believe this is his fifth time on the show from Super 70 Sports. We'd like to welcome uh, our good buddy, Ricky Cobb. Ricky, how the hell are you, man? And I am great. Thank you guys so much for having me back on. It's something I look forward to every year. I can't believe it's been five years. And, you know, hey, man, I circle it on my calendar every March. No doubt oh, about it. Man. Absolutely. Well, you're you're our, one of our favorite guests. And uh, we absolutely uh, are, are just in love with uh, Super 70 Sports. I, I kid you not, Ricky, man, when I'm having a shitty day, I, uh, I pop that thing on and uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm in a better place. So. Uh, well, thank so, you. yeah, absolutely. You. I, yeah, I would say that that's why I do it. I you know, I, I do it for money and stuff like that, too. Right, but, right. No worries, but, man. Dollar <laughs> <laughs> uh, bills, man. Bonus, besides making some money, yeah, it's pretty nice for you to say that. Thank you. I, uh-huh. I'm going for entertainment, so if I'm if I'm somewhere close to the target, that's that's cool. Thank you. I, 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 I decided the other night uh, that, and I'm not blowing smoke here, but literally if I could only follow one Twitter account, Oh, it would be it would it would be super seventy sports. Thank you. No doubt. That's, that's <laughs> how, that's, I'm flattered. I don't deserve that, but I thank you very much. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and and Ricky, you know, this is your fifth time, and I think when we were chatting before we started recording, recording, Levi had mentioned, you know, Saturday Night Live. You know, they they give like a robe or something like that. <laughs> you know, so I we're, we're working on pooling all of the petty cash within Rock and Roll Shinsu Chu to get you a 1976 satin uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers jacket. Okay, so we're. We're working on it, all right? Like, right, okay. budget's thin around here, but we're working on it. I thought just being on the show was its own reward. <laughs> not. This, <Yeah>. is, <laughs> this is fantastic. And this is on this is on video now. So, you know, you're 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 stuck with that play. Right. I think I we're, know, we're right. legally we're legally bound. Yeah. Yes. Right. I I, I, uh, I I haven't consulted with an attorney, but there has to be some sort of implied contract now. Right. Just don't look at the label. It might be, it might not be starter. It might be, you know, martyr or barter or something. But hey, listen, anyway. I, I'm not above wearing a sweatshop Tampa Bay Buccaneers right. bathroom, okay? I, that's right up my alley. Has there ever been a, a, a worse uniform transition? For, uh, going from that just gorgeous – you know, cream orange, red, yeah. creamsicle. Yeah, there we go. Um, to to that weird mid nineties. Yeah, what? Yeah. what? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. Yeah, and, and then they took that helmet and made it even more obnoxious because now the flag is it takes up almost the whole. It keeps getting bigger. Now. Right. <laughs> right. Like pretty soon they'll just mount an actual like flag on the side. And <laughs> come off. Yeah. Well, yeah. That it, kid from Adventures in Babysitting's helmet, whatever it was. <laughs> That's the next step. Yeah. Thor. I don't know. You guys follow. Yeah, Thor. You guys follow me, so you know that. There are a lot of jerseys out there that I currently consider to be big downgrades from what teams once had. And teams, uh, they're stubborn, you know. I'm excited. Apparently, the Padres are going to go back to Brown next year. Next year, yeah. That's 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 a big victory for us uh, old-school uniform fans. 
that's worth 12 wins right there at least you know yeah yeah that's the that's the real wins above replacement you get that brown look out mike trout second place right right is is that the one jersey you'd bring back uh if you could or or is there one that would top it if i could if i could bring back anything i would i would bring back the uh the astros stripes yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, the rainbow, uh, you know, tequila sunrise, whatever you want to call it. I, right. That would be the one that I would bring back. I, I'd probably bring back the Expos uh, jerseys first, just simply because that would mean the Expos were coming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my God, yeah, no, we'll. That's a that's a different show for another day because I'm going to hijack your show, ranting <laughs> like, about forty year old uniforms. You know? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll stop now. We uh yeah we 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 devoted an episode. I think guys we did a we did a uniform episode once, right? Sure. I, I believe so. Yeah, I believe we did. Um, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, talking about um, kind of some of the stuff you've been up to. Ricky, um, you know, I uh, I was really I was excited when you know I uh, I couldn't say I I couldn't say I went and bought I opened the Tribune I I pulled it up on my laptop um, right <laughs> haven't really picked up the, the the print copy in a while but um, anyway uh, I saw that you know yeah the Tribune had a had a write up on Super Seventy Sports man um, can you kind of tell us how that came about man did they just just reach out or uh, was it yeah. somebody you knew yeah. Yeah, no, uh, they just reached uh, out to me and uh, pitched it as a as an idea, and obviously I was happy to do it, and didn't really anticipate that it was going to be as big of a feature as it as it turned out to be. I, I think they put something like fourteen of my tweets embedded in the online mm-hmm. version of it, and they even put a few tweets in in the uh, in the trip itself. So awesome! I was. I was very, very thrilled, and uh, Chris, the guy who who wrote the piece, was so wonderful to work with, and really tried to get it right. I think he really wanted to tell my story and and and, and make it a really uh, good piece, and so I really have to thank him a lot for that. But yeah, it was it was also the first time that I picked up the trip in a while. If I'm being honest <laughs> right. with you, I right. go probably right. on a solid you know five year run of not buying the trip, and then I walk into 7-Eleven and walk out with a stack of like a dozen of them because I figure I'll, I'll need them sooner or later to give to my kids or sure you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it, but it was really, it was really, really cool. And I was, I was delighted that they did that. It was especially nice at being the hometown paper, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was a delight to read, man. And, and also on, in other periodicals, um, you've been, you've been, uh, doing some features for golf magazine, right? I have. Yeah. Actually, uh, golf magazine, uh, reached out to me probably late last year mm-hmm. and pitched the idea of, uh, having me do a, a, a feature, uh, monthly in, in the magazine. And so, uh, I believe the March, uh, edition is on newsstands now. No, no, actually the April edition is on newsstands now. And mm-hmm. that has my third, uh, column uh, in there, so uh, so they're out there circulating now. And I was actually in a Barnes and Noble uh, a few days ago with my daughter, and I went and pulled it up and looked at it. And you know, a magazine that's, that I've been reading since I was a kid. So that's cool. what, you know, something about being in print. Is, yeah, 
you know, for an old, uh, you know, fogey like me, some still there's something about being in print, even though I don't consume nearly as much print media as I used to. Sure. There's still something just, you know, you feel like you've accomplished something when it's on paper. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, so, yeah. So that's been a lot of fun working with golf magazine. It feels more tangible. You know what I mean? When it's just yeah. in print like that. Yeah. I, absolutely. Um, so yeah, well, well, congrats on those, man. Um, uh, excite, exciting stuff. And then, you know, we, we keep checking in um, a little bit about the the '70s baseball book. Is that sort of still in development? Kind of uh, um, just just still still writing away on it, or uh, is it uh, am, see the light of day sometime? Uh, For what you can reveal, at least. What, yeah. I, what I can reveal is that progress on the book is slow <laughs> or, sure. or there would have been a book by now it's it's still in the pipeline but honestly the, the the truest answer i can give you is that super 70s has grown so much over the last two or three years that the time that i would have been investing in writing the book is now invested in all the other parts of super 70s that at the time i conceived the book weren't really a thing yet right and so right. But Super 70s and, and writing for the magazine, those things take up a lot of time. But I'm I'm definitely continuing forward with plans for the book. And hopefully within a couple of years, that'll that'll finally see the light of day. But it's I put in too much time already to uh, just uh, quit on it. So it, it's going to happen, but it's just taking its time. Cool, man. Well, we we look forward to that as well, and uh, it's uh, it's exciting, um, and it's it's just it's good to be busy with fun stuff, man. You know, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It is. It's a nice problem to have. I yeah. inadvertently created a second job for myself, so I don't know how smart I am, really. But, uh, <laughs> right. I put in a lot of time. People say, "How much time do you put in?" And I say, "Well, just double double my day job." Uh, sure. Because it it really has become that, but. It's nice. I'm working on uh, having some apparel ready to, to put out some Super 70 Sports branded apparel that hopefully will be uh, getting out there within the next couple of months as well. So there's there's a lot of irons in the fire and no complaints because nice. it's it's a it's an adventure for sure. Ricky, if somehow you can resurrect and I don't know, maybe they still make them the the cartoon caricature head baseball player shirts. Um, I know those are kind of maybe more of an '80s thing, but if you could, if you could weave those in, I mean, I don't know if they're still making those. For, do you guys know if they're still making those for newer I don't players? Think so. Okay, I had well, a Clemens one. Did yeah. you guys have them? I had Conseco. I had yeah. a Sandberg one. Oh, I had okay. Ozzy Smith. Oh, all right. I remember Ozzie those with the Wizard one. I don't know why, but I had Ozzy Smith. Yeah, I may have had yeah. a Mark Grace one as well. I actually had Bo Jackson's too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you did have a Mark Grace one. I remember that, Levi. Yeah. yeah. And then I think you had, a, you had a Mark Grace black T-shirt, like the, the late 80s black T-shirt. No offense, Levi, it was ugly as hell. All right, all right. Um, but, yeah, you know, looking back on it, you know, is the, the, the black yeah. 80s T-shirt with the thick graphics, you know. But I remember that. Yeah, so. Anyway, um, so, you know, you know before, we, before we get into um, – uh, you know, baseball in 2019. We've got a few kind of 70s themed questions for Ricky here that I'm going to bounce off of him. Um, 
Is there a, as, as you're studying, um, well, you live through it, and then you're studying, you know, 70s ball players, and you've had a, a, a chance to interview a good handful of them for your podcast. Is there a player out there that you wish more people appreciated? Somebody who might not be a household name, a Hall of Famer, or, or you know, somebody who uh, is, is, you know, is just underappreciated that you, that you wish was a little more, had a little more of a presence in the canon of 70s players? Yeah, you know, that's actually a really good question. There, there are a lot of guys that I think are, are underappreciated because um, some of the guys that are appreciated, and rightfully so, they just kind of dominate people's memories. You know, Reggie <laughs> Jackson and Pete Rose and Johnny Bench and, and, and these sorts of names. And Obviously, no questioning, they, they deserve the place that they occupy in baseball history. But sometimes we do tend to gloss over the guys who were, who were very, very good, right? So um, there are a lot of guys, a couple of names that, that come to mind for me right away when you say that. I think a guy like Dwight Evans mm. is, is very underappreciated. If you mm-hmm. look at his numbers, you could make a very good case that, that he should be a, a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, I would say another underappreciated player from the late 70s would be Ken Singleton, who ah. s- sort of possessed a skill set that didn't really become as in vogue until this century. Uh, mm-hmm. High on base percentage guy, drew a lot of walks. Those, A lot of the guys that I would say are underrated without being able to give you all the names off the top of my head. I would say many of the underrated guys were guys who drew a lot of walks, lower batting average guys. I'll give you one more. Bobby Gritch is mm-hmm. very, very yep. underappreciated. You could argue that Bobby Gritch could be the most underrated player of the 70s. And he's a guy who got a very, very, very minimal Hall of Fame support when he was being voted on by the writers. But if you look at his war it compares favorably with many, 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 many Hall of Famers. And I actually had an opportunity to interview Bobby Gritch for the book mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, and I rattled off some of the names to him that his career war, guys that his war was higher than, and he he had genuine surprise himself. He, he didn't realize uh, mm-hmm. how he stacked up with some some big, big names. If, if you ever uh, want to look into how bo- good Bobby Gritch was, just look at his war. Go to Baseball Reference. Look at his war and see how it compares to a lot of m- uh, much more famous players from that era. So uh, even though it wasn't the first name I, th- that I gave you, uh, I-, I would say probably the best answer for me would be Bob Gritch. Oh, good, 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 good inclusion. I'm, I'm going to throw one in. Guys, if I if I might, I've 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 uh, I've lauded him on this show before when we've talked about underrated players and people that I think should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, he is more known as an '80s player, but he started in playing in 1973 for the White Sox. Um, Brian Downing is a guy that I think uh, should really be in the conversation more. Uh, I think because if you look at his 1979 season, he hit 326. On base percentage of 418, uh, and then obviously in the 80s when he was in the Angels, you know his his numbers were, uh, were 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 really solid. But he was always a guy. I don't know, Ricky, if you know you know obviously you know the player, but um, knowing much about him, he's always a guy that I I thought was uh, under really under. Also considering that he was a catcher, and I think he played a catch played catch 
uh, he was a catcher for most of his career. Maybe he DH'd a little bit in the '80s. Played up until 19. Played until he was like 41. Uh, I'd really like to see Brian Downing in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Downing. Downing was a guy that uh, again he he falls into that category of guys who were high on base percentage guys in an era where the media focused so much on batting average. Yeah, and yeah. You have to hit 265 but you drew a hundred walks, the hundred walks kind of got buried. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas today we're more focused on OPS and things like that. And so if you're walking a lot, I think people understand now a walk is as good as a single in many cases. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Downing, uh, here's my Brian Downing. Tell story. that to my little league coach. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was a walk machine. <laughs> Um, you know, I would say that um, my, my, my Brian Downing story doesn't involve Brian Downing directly, but about 20-some years ago, I was collecting autographs uh, mm-hmm. via mail. And so there was this baseball address book that was produced by a guy named Jack Smalling, and I ordered it out of Street and Smith's or something. And so right. you've got this book with, like, all the addresses of these oh, guys. Yeah. This, is back in the, this is back in the 90s, and so I, I wrote Brian Downing a letter or among many others back in the days when I was collecting. And somehow or another, I, I copied down the wrong line and I accidentally sent my Brian Downing baseball card to Al Downing, who gave up, <laughs> who gave up Hank Aaron's uh, 715th homer. And so Al Downing, I, I would have never known that I copied the wrong address down, but Al Downing writes me back, sends me back my Brian Downing card, includes a note that says, you've reached the wrong Downing uh, I would suggest contacting the California Angels to find Brian's address, and he included a a, a signed card. Uh, oh, nice. And so nice. that was uh, that turned into an uh, accidental brush with uh, with Al Downing. So nice. yeah, nice. But <laughs> Downing, those Downings Downing, are class acts. I tell you. Another thing, yeah, they are. And another thing about Brian Downing, and I don't want to throw a damper on your uh, you know pro Brian uh, Downing position. Oh, no worries. He was uh, he was one of the. Uh, early guys that some people speculate could have been one of the grandfathers of steroids. Ah, you know, far be it. I I have no, I'm sure he's he's probably an innocent man, but (laughs) he was one of those guys. I'd like to think so. At at, at a minimum, he was one of those guys that was, you know, really into weightlifting and that kind of stuff early on. And he's one of the first guys, you know, that really had like the, the, you know, the guns back in that era, because you look at the guys in the, the 70s and 80s, yeah. and, and, you know, they were scrawny. Even the yeah, guys yeah. That thought were imposing at the time don't look uh, all that yeah. buff, you know, by the yeah. base. Yeah, Downing was a pretty bulky dude. I remember you know, the baseball cards I've got kind of running through my brain right now. And, yeah, he was he was he was pretty, pretty bulky. Yeah. Spe- speaking of, of steroids, um, I was looking up Bobby Gritch's numbers uh, and, and sure enough, he's he ranks 60th all time in war. The only guys ahead of him in war not in the Hall of Fame are mainly like steroid guys, Rafael Palm- Palmero. Um, and, uh, 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 but uh, otherwise, it's Derek Jeter's ahead of him. Um, and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, obviously. Uh, Larry Walker, borderline. Lou Whitaker, borderline. Uh, Pete Rose, he's got other issues. So, and that's it. Like, uh, everybody else is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Bobby Gritch is ahead of guys like Johnny Mize, Alan Trammell, Ron Sano, Barry Larkin. Uh, yeah. Gary Carter. Yeah. Uh, Tony Gwynn. Um, it goes on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. Bobby Gritch. It's was remarkable. 
it, it really it, it surprised me when I when I was first looking at that, and you know it's hard to wrap your mind around it. And obviously, war is should not be taken as the end all be all. But it um, helps across know, generations. It helps. It's yeah. it's just very instructive. If you're in the same if you're in the same conversation as Tony Gwynn, that's high praise, right? So it right. provides some context, and mm-hmm. and and Harold Baines, God bless him. Uh, excellent player, and I never want to be the guy that craps on anybody being honored. But mm-hmm. Harold Beans, there's, you know, geez, if you look at his career war, he's he's probably something like thirty uh, war below Bobby Gritch. It's, yeah, yeah, he's at thirty eight point seven, which ranks three hundred and fifty first. Yeah, it's just not even close. And Lou and Lou <laughs> right. Wick, who you mentioned, who's you know another primarily eighties guy. But Lou Whitaker is pretty much in the same boat as Bobby Gritch. Yeah. He, they, they took one one or two looks at him, and, and he was off on. and that was it. And if you look at Lou Whitaker's war, it also compares very, very favorably to a lot of very famous guys that not only are in the Hall of Fame, but you know that seem like they're solidly in the Hall of Fame in some cases. Are, mm-hmm. are He's ahead of Frank Thomas and Reggie Jackson. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Lou Whitaker has a higher career war than Frank Thomas and Reggie Jackson. I'm not suggesting that he was better than them, but if if there's a metric, a legitimate metric that suggests that he was, he certainly deserved more than 5% or whatever he got, less than 5% that he got when he was on the ballot. So if the veterans uh, committee is going to put in Jack Morris, they got to put in Lou Whitaker, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, he, he would he would be a better choice. Same thing, and and, and Lee Smith, who who I've met and is a very very nice man. And if you're going to be putting relief pitchers in the Hall of Fame, Lee Smith would be on the short list of guys who are most deserving. But again, is Lee Smith a more qualified Hall of Famer than Dale Murphy or right. Dave Parker or Tommy John mm-hmm. or Jim Cott? You know, there's a, there's a lot of guys that. That have a that have a good claim on on going into the hall, especially when you're inducting guys like Baines and Lee Smith. There's there's many many players that are in the 40s and in the 50s for war that those kind of decisions start bringing them into the conversation. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of those guys they, they played during the wrong era. You know, in terms of um, in terms of how favor favorably war is viewed. I, fuck, I, I don't know when war started anyway. Like it's it's relatively recent. Right? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it goes yeah. back a while, but you know, far yeah. after those guys played, and right, yeah, right. It, it's almost like we need. But you know, once opinions are kind, of, once they crystallize and mm-hmm. whatever, it's it's hard for a lot of people to revisit because they think, well, you know, and I'm an old guy like that too. It took me a while to sort of re-examine my perception, particularly of some of these guys who played key defensive positions. Bobby Gritch, to me, when I was a kid, didn't feel like a Hall of Famer. Uh, Alan Trammell didn't feel like a Hall of Famer to me, but I think that I've understood in adulthood that 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 was a problem with what I felt was a Hall of Famer. You know, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem with their value. And so, you know, we've made a lot of strides in how we how we view the relative qualities of these players compared to when I was a kid. And I think some of these guys like Gritch and Whitaker and other names that you were mentioning, they they really deserve a, a second reckoning because I think history got the narrative wrong the first time. Agreed. Yeah, good. Well put. Um, one more 70s question and then we'll we'll kind of move on to today. Um, and uh, 
Jonathan was was kind enough to craft these. Um, is there a 170s player uh, that you could transport into today's game? Who would that be? Like, if you could just take one dude in his prime, put him in 2019, he'd be refreshing for baseball. Who who who, who do you think that would be? Is this just for my own entertainment? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'll I'll tell you what I would do. I want to see I want to see 1970s Nolan Ryan. And I want to see how many people he would strike out mm. in this era where everybody's swinging for the fences. And, uh, you know, I, I want to see what the modern radar guns clock him at sure. as well. Because I promise you, it, whatever they were saying he was throwing it in the 70s was not doing him justice because the technology was behind his arm. So I would love to see, I would love to see Nolan Ryan. Um, if I could have a second choice, I'd be interested in bringing back maybe uh, uh, some of these uh, speed demons from the from the seventies, mm-hmm. you know, to see if we could interject a little bit of small ball back into the game. You know, e- even if I got to go into the nineteen eighties, it would be fun to see somebody like Vince Coleman. Uh, right. Although, although the truth is, they they probably put the brakes on him and, and take half of the fun out of it but sure I'm, i miss i miss those 90 and 100 stolen base guys you know mm-hmm. it's, you, you you wonder everything seems like it's cyclical but you wonder if that'll ever come back again yeah not a lot of dudes cross that threshold anymore of more than more than 60 bags you know that would be yeah. a lot that's a lot by today yeah i mean i, I remember think- pot sednik had like 84 that one year on the brewers and that was that was high you know I mean, it was really high you know, I oh, that's, go off, John, that's a ton you know, yeah, I think right. I, anytime somebody gets past 50 now, yeah, I mean, right. I think it's going to lead the league. Yeah, That's yeah. a lot, yeah. you know, but it was, yeah. it was kind of that way back in the 1950s as well. And so, you know, right now the pendulum has definitely swung towards uh, just get, get on base and hit homers. And you know, you wonder if it'll, if it'll swing back, maybe given enough time. The Royals are giving it a go well, this year, putting a bunch of speedsters on their team. Let's bring back Willie Wilson. Put him, put him yeah, back on the road. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Wilson, he was great, man. Especially those guys; they were so much fun because a lot of them, Willie included, were playing on turf, and so they would just squirt those ground balls into the gap, and they could run all day, you know. So you had those guys like Willie Wilson who were getting fifteen triples a year. It was, it was a, it was a fun brand of baseball, you know. I, I know it's cliche to be the older guy who says, well, you know, the game was so much more fun to watch. I, I don't necessarily think the players were better when I was a kid, but I think the the strategy of the game just was a, was a little more interesting and diverse where today it seems like we're, you know, it's home runs and strikeouts. Yeah. And right. That's kind of what you're going to get, you know, and I, I miss the, I miss the aesthetics of baseball in the seventies and eighties for sure. Even the nineties for that matter, you know, the first half of the nineties, at least. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Hey Gabe, can we ask uh, the question number six? Levi just put that in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Levi, go ahead, man. You, you let it rip. Oh uh, yeah. I said, what would be your favorite seventies or eighties uh, athlete or sports personalities TV show appearance? Like, Cause there was a, yeah, there was a lot of like guest appearances by sports people on shows nice. back in the day. It was a gr- that's a great question. Um, I'll start with like a, a kind of an underrated one, which was George Foreman was on Sanford and Son. 
Uh, back in the 70s of course he was and what i remember is i just remember that something happened fred made him mad or something happened and george punched a hole in the wall and then he hurt his hand and so he couldn't have his big fight or whatever oh you big dummy yeah exactly so so yeah i remember that one when i was a kid i thought it was pretty neat that george foreman was on sanford and son i was uh the brady bunch ones are iconic so probably joe namath is number one i think probably Mm -hmm. it would be uh uh joe namath coming and uh hanging out with the uh the brady's and playing football with uh bobby and all that kind of stuff bobby bobby makes him think he's sick (laughs) (laughs) goddamn little brat bobby (laughs) you know i I'm jealous, you know, this this kid. And, and you know, for, and poor Joe Namath, right, who's got, like, the worst knees, uh, even by that time, by the early 70s. Yeah, God yeah. bless Joe Namath, okay, because this guy's what? He's in his 70s now. His knees have been, I know they've probably both been replaced at, at least once because his knees were gone. He was pretty much bone-on-bone arthritic uh, yeah, in right, the 1970s. And it's just his luck that he goes and visits the one family in America that has an AstroTurf yard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even catch a break on, on that. But I had, uh, you know, I had Barry Williams on, uh, on my podcast last year, and he talked about that. Obviously, I had to ask him, if you got Greg Brady on, on you've got to ask about Joe Namath. Uh, uh, being on the Brady Bunch, and he said that Namath was a really nice guy, and you know was great to work with, and you know he still sees him occasionally, and and Joe remember you know recognizes him, and they'll talk about it. So that was pretty cool. Nice, uh, right on. Good stuff, Good stuff. man. Um, well, I'll, I'll do a question that kind of segues to uh, to to twenty nineteen. There was a story that broke. You guys probably heard about it a, a couple days ago about. Um, Carlos Santana, uh, the the player, not the guitarist. Um, I guess through through a, 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 a shit fit. I guess he, he played for the Phillies last year. He's back on Cleveland now. Played for the Phillies last year, and I guess dudes were playing a video game like Fortnite, which I, I guess is really popular in the clubhouse. And and Oya Komova just lost his shit and um, like like. You know, took a took a baseball bat to the to the PlayStation or or whatever it was, and then earlier he, he was upset that the teammates were playing games after they had been eliminated, right? Right, right, yeah. The the, yeah. the Phillies the Phillies you know kind of were uh, started strong and then and then they made a run, yeah, cooled off, yeah, uh, quite a bit. But and, and then also you know there was even rumors that like David Price went on the disabled list last year because of carpal tunnel with playing. Fortnite, like holding the controller, like, yeah. Um, so, Ricky, I want to ask you, um, what is your favorite baseball video game of, of all time? Um, or even, like, if you want to go completely analog and do one of the handheld, you know, the, the ah. 70s, you know, uh, you know, spring-activated Mattel game. baseball? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't even have to be oh, electronic, I guess. Yeah, what's, what's your starting me, lineup baseball? What's your best, yeah, what's your, your favorite baseball well, entertainment game, you know, outside of the sport itself? Well, if we're talking about just my favorite baseball entertainment game, I'm going to really date myself as an old I, guy. I know where you're going. I'm going to go with APA. Uh, <laughs> oh! Was the game when I, you know, I played Stratomatic as well, Stratomatic uh-huh. was 
It's a great game. So anybody that wants to say Stratomatic or Appa, I thought you were going to say Stratomatic. I'm an old school, you know, tabletop gamer, and it just so happened that a, Appa was the one that I adopted because my friend's friend was an Appa player, and then my friend mm-hmm. had Appa, and it's like, hey, what's this? And you roll the dice and the card, and you're hooked. And I think for a lot of us, it's you, you, Appa or Stratomatic or whatever you played. You know, it was just whatever you were exposed to first, right? And that became that kind of became your game. And so that was one, I would say Mattel baseball for sure. The handheld, the red blips and whatever. I played that for, for many, many hours going into the eighties. I like RBI baseball. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was a really fun one with the, you know, the fat little chunky guys or whatever. Right. Uh, that was a good one. And now I I've been dabbling. I just got a PS4 uh, this year and I'm not, I'm not a big video game guy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, my wife and I got a system and I've been playing MLB the show. Oh, okay. Graphics are, I don't know if you guys have played that one, but the graphics yeah. are ridiculous. It's, it's just silly how, how good these things have gotten since, sure. since I was a kid. And so I play that one a little bit. I played some with my daughter this past weekend. And so, uh, you know, what, what the kids have today is, obviously incredible compared to what I was, what was passing for fun for me when, when I was a kid in terms of electronics. Mm -hmm. RBI was a classic. I spent a lot of hours playing the the black Tengen cartridge version. You remember that? Oh yeah. Remember remember the eight bit Nintendo, like some of those black cartridges. Right. Yeah, Levi, was a Levi, was a, Levi was a real aristocrat when it came to 8-bit <laughs> gaming. All right. Yeah. There was a, there was a little league <laughs> baseball game, like a, a, off, authorized licensed little league baseball oh, game yeah. for 8-bit nintendo and it was pretty good too sean burrows on the cover <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go baseball star like the big ones obviously got rbi baseball stars and bases loaded uh, oh. i'll go with baseball stars personally uh it doesn't have any mlb connection obviously neither yeah. is bases loaded but um okay. that one i like and then um I, i've mentioned it before but ricky i'm not sure if you're familiar like there's the last baseball game that Electronic Arts produced was in like the mid aughts. Baseball, it's MLB or MVP twenty oh five, right? And so they there's a community of people online keeping the game alive with updated rosters every year. Yeah, fourteen uh, so some, years some, later. Yeah, I mean, there's some people with some incredible amounts of time on their hands. All right, because. You know, they, they've updated the stadiums. They've even they've even gone. You can do retro. I mean, you can you can play a full season as the 84 Cubs if you want to. Wow. You know, I mean, it's just everybody's playing it on a PC. So the you know, the memory is, um, you know, you've got plenty of hard drive space so you can you can download, you know, 500 teams or whatever it is. But yeah. And it's pretty crazy, man. Just uh, just. Just check it that's, out on YouTube or that's something. That's remarkable. I got to respect that kind of passion. Yeah. You know? I, and I'll tell you another one that I forgot that I'll mention that I enjoyed. Back in the 1980s when I had an Apple uh, computer, I liked uh, micro league baseball. That okay. may be before well. your, your t- time, yeah, young fellas, but uh, <laughs> micro league baseball was pretty cool. You go back around 1984, 85. Yeah, that, it was, that was for that like was, an Apple II. Yeah. It was for yeah, Apple too. I think my library had that. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? I, but uh, but yeah, I mean 30 35 years ago, that was that was good times. Nice. Did nice. you guys know that they still make Stratomatic? Oh still yeah. Still going, huh? All right. Yeah. 
Cool. I might well, have to I, get this because I've been thinking about getting like the 1989 version. Yeah, you wonder eventually if it's you know the, the, all of us that like that stuff we're going to die out, right? You know, <laughs> because it's just you're a dinosaur if you're playing these tabletop games. But I still play Appa. There's a uh, there, there's a computer version of it called National Pastime Three, mm-hmm. and it basically is it's Appa just kind of juiced up a little bit. The guy got under the hood and added some features and things like that. And so I play it on my computer and it keeps the statistics for me, but it's, but you can roll your own dice, you know, and you just enter the number and the cards come up digitally. So it's kind of, it's kind of the best of both worlds. Uh, But yeah, I still play it from time to time. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Well, you know what, let's, uh, we'll move into the now uh, for 2019. Uh, Actually, God, as of this recording, there's there's already been one official game played this season, right? There was there was a yeah, game in they're, Tokyo they're, today. I, they're getting ready to play the next one here in a few hours. No, wow, wow. <laughs> the season, I, I I have you know, gosh, I'm, I don't want to open too much of a Pandora's box here, but I I have mixed emotions about these these um you know these the staggered opening day, if you will. It, uh, it, it's weird, and I. I don't know, Ricky. Just call me a traditionalist, but I think everybody, every team should start on the same day. I I, I agree with that. You know, I remember when the Reds used to be the ceremonial first, right? Or that, and that was as of just like a few years ago, right? Yeah, and I understand what they're doing as far as the international stuff, and they've been doing it quite a while now. I mean, you know, I think they opened in Japan like nineteen or twenty years ago Uh as well for the first time, but. I, I think the big news, the big takeaway from uh, those J- Japan games is Ichiro uh, set back his Hall of Fame clock by a year. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Basically, what that's basically <laughs> what happened is he's yeah. he's going to have to wait around for another year to to get in the hall now because of uh, the fact that he's playing in this series. Yeah, he had a hell of a throw too. Um, like he gunned down a guy at uh, from right to third as well. Uh, I think two days ago. It's, it's old boy still got it. But uh, anyway, anything you guys are looking forward to, particularly in, in, as we uh, as we approach the start of the the 2019 season, um, any any storylines um, that uh, that stand out to you, or anything anything you're just excited about for baseball this year? I'm going to say uh, Shohei Otani for the second year in a row, even though it's in a limited role. Uh, when he comes back from, yeah. uh, 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 or as he's, no, he's had the Tommy John surgery, but he can still be a DH, uh, this year at some point. I don't think he'll be starting the season. I think he's going to come, he's going to miss April, but like, they're going to bring him as a DH in May, yeah. I think around there or something like that. Yeah, no, that guy's a lot of fun to watch. I, I was, it really, I got to see him pitch in person last year, which was was pretty awesome. It was actually, that think, was you saw the game he was injured, right? The game he was injured. Yeah, it was yeah. weird. I, I I had a conference in Anaheim, and uh, fortunately, right by the park, so I got to go to the game that night. And I have two small children, so it was like the first game I actually got to watch, like the whole game, you know, in five years from going to the park. And um, I, I it was weird. I didn't know what had happened. You know, like he um, he pitched four innings and gave up a run, so he was doing okay. And you know, they don't really announce injuries over the the PA systems, and it was between innings when they took him out. But uh, but yeah, it was it was so cool to see. You know, I mean, he's 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 really exciting. An event. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, you know, I, I, I it's, 
as far as um, for 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 me this year, um, you know, I, actually, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how the NL Central pans out. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it when we get into the divisions, but um, you know, uh, I am uh, that is just by far. Well, not nah, by far, but it's it's very it's competitive. Devil, yeah, it's the number one division. I think, you know, that's that's the most competitive division, that's for sure. In L East is pretty good, but Yeah, in L East as well and um the uh uh the yeah. So I, I'm excited about that. You know, I mean I, I, I keep hearing I'm not two teams I pay close attention to, but that the Pirates and the Reds are 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 improved, particularly the Reds. Um so so yeah, I think that'll be exciting to watch. Yeah. I I think it's gonna be neat to see how your your Eloy Jimenez, is it Jimenez? Oh Jimenez? yeah, Jimenez, yeah. yeah, yeah, the guy that you got from the Cubs. Oh yeah, you guys just paid him a bunch of money today, so it'll be interesting to see see how he pans out. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I mean, you know, we had we had basically like the the minor league position player and pitcher of the year, like the two best guys in the minor leagues last year um, that we got from the Cubs. Thank you very much, Levi. Um, wow. So, yeah, we, we got, I think we got the better end of that Quintana trade there, Levi, but it's still early. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's, that's exciting as well. You know, White Sox obviously are, are still a year or two away, but, um, you know, there's, it's looking promising. Um, new faces in new places. Uh, Yasiel Puig is a red. That'll be fun. Yeah, weird to see um, him in a small market uniform, you know. Yeah, looks yeah. odd, but yeah. Paul Goldschmidt as a cardinal. Yeah. Um, Yuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I always liked him until now. I, uh, I, you know, I, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing how Bryce Harper does in Philadelphia, yeah. and how, how Machado does in San Diego. Anytime somebody gets a contract that large, it's always interesting to see how they're going to respond to that and how they're going to get uh, adopted by the by the local fans. I mean, I'm sure the fans in both those places, there's going to be a honeymoon period uh, for sure uh, with, the, with the contract. In Philly, very short. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Philly, yeah. Philly doesn't do honeymoons like, like other yeah. cities. They'll give them about a week and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll go over seven. But yeah, I'm, I'm interested to, to, to see that. And, uh, and I'm interested – I. And I'm going to tell you guys, I, I stopped playing fantasy baseball this past offseason, so I've probably followed things more casually uh, this offseason than I have in a number of years. So I don't even know what Toronto's uh, plans are uh, for this guy this year, but I'm super excited to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. because this guy, to me, looks like he could be the best hitter that's come out of the minor leagues in uh, a generation. I mean, just ridiculous. He's as great as his dad was, I I think that this could very well be the first father son Hall of Fame combination, you know, 25 years from now, uh, you know, it, we could be saying he, he's something special. So I'm really excited to, to see what uh, what he can do whenever he whenever he gets in the lineup. I don't know if they're are they planning to uh, break with him or is it one of those things where he's got a artificially stay in the minors longer so that they could keep him for another they, year. They were going to do that. It sounded like, but then he pulled a hammy or something. Right. And yeah. So he now he's, yeah. So th- that's their, that's their excuse now though. Okay. Too. Well, that worked uh, out well for them. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but it's a Chris Bryant situation. You know, I mean, this guy, can, yeah. this guy was born to hit and I, oh, yeah. 
you know, he's a baby, but my God, this guy can just rake. It's, and he doesn't have the same build as his dad, right? Because Vlad was tall and 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 yeah. slender and and yeah, just a rail, but but Vlad's thicker junior. for sure. Yeah, and and he'll he'll take a walk. He's he's uh he doesn't strike out as much uh, probably as his dad did. I, I I don't think he will. I could be mistaken about that, but. Uh, I don't know if Vlad struck out a ton, but Vlad was a guy that was, he was that unusual guy, Vlad Sr., because he would chase pitches out of the strike zone and so forth, but he was so good, he he would hit them, you know? So even though he had poor plate discipline, uh, I don't think his strikeout numbers were were, were all that bad. But I, I think the kid could be better. I know that's easy to say, you know, when somebody hasn't played in a major league game yet and whatever. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, you know, whatever, nobody's going to remember this 20 years from now anyway. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but speaking to that, uh, sorry, real quick, we have Mm -hmm. to mention, um, if we were talking about Vlad swinging away, you have to mention how he managed to, uh, dig one out of the dirt and, and, and light it in the outfield. (laughs) When he he swung and hit a pitch that was bounced. I mean, ridiculous. I mean, mere thought that his kid could be better than him is, ridiculous because uh, Vlad was one of a kind talent, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff, you don't see guys, you know, people will say that, Oh, well, you know, he, he nine ironed that one, you know, or whatever, but they don't like literally mean it. And in, right. in, in his case, I mean, he, that's basically what he did. Right. I mean, yeah, he was like a tomahawk. Him. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was man. a chip, man. You know? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Also no batting gloves on Vlad as well. Right. Wasn't oh, he? Really? A, I, I, I think I, that's right. Yeah, I want to say he he did not wear batting gloves, or at least most of his career he didn't. I believe you're right. Yeah. So my hat hat tip to anybody that's doing that. Um, Absolutely. Not many these days, right? Yeah, I I can confirm there are no there are no batting gloves in Vlad Guerrero's image results Mm -hmm. search. Okay. Yes. All right. Just points for that. Yeah. Junior does wear gloves though. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, you, Ricky, you mentioned before we get into the divisions. You, you know, you mentioned you're not playing fantasy um, this year, and I, I, I stopped a couple of years ago as well because it's some of it is kind of taking the fun out of being a fan. Um, somebody on the radio, I, I believe, was mentioning this the other day. You know, every fan is now thinking like a general manager. Um, you know, whereas you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want my team to, to, to spend money on that guy because, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money or, or, um, you know, they're thinking about, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll, we'll tank for a few years and amass prospects. Um, and maybe I'm doing a poor job of articulating this, but I, I, I stepped away from fantasy as well, because it, for me, it was, it's, it's taking a bit of fun out of the game. Um, and I, I was just curious if you kind of felt the same way. I feel like everybody is an amateur GM right now, every fan, um, at least. And I don't know, man, that, that, that doesn't, it doesn't make, let you watch casually. It doesn't let you watch casually. Yeah. And, uh, you so know, it can be very stressful if you're really into it. If you're like just an asshole who's really into it, like yeah. I tended to gravitate that way. Like if I was in, I was really in. Right. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where it's just, it's a, you know, it can eat up your time and you find yourself scoping out mediocre starting pitchers <laughs> right. and like right. on your phone right. and you're thinking like, oh my God, this is like, this is how people wind up pushing shopping carts on the street. You know? right. So right. It's just, 
I just ultimately decided that I would better allocate that time elsewhere. Now, you know, whatever people enjoy, right? I mean, sure, if, that, sure. if that brings people out to the ballpark and people really get a kick out of that, then, you know, more power to them. But I also think that it sort of makes the actual results of the real games almost kind of trivial. Yeah. To people right. Because we're coming into September and they're worried about how their guys are doing and everything. And they really maybe don't care all that much about the pennant race. Now, I guess you could argue that's a good thing. If you're a hardcore fan of a team that sucks, uh, mm-hmm. at least you have something to be excited and interested in, in September. But I think that, uh, I think in some ways I'm a better fan when I'm not playing, even though I don't pay as much daily attention. The attention that I do pay is to the actual games that Mm -hmm. matter, right? And not my imaginary stuff. So general appreciation of it all. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch baseball without doing homework, you know, it's like, just, just, just enjoy it. Um, well let's, let's jump into the divisions guys. Um, uh, I think we're 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 just going to do division winners, and then um, we'll uh, we'll we'll do you know the playoff picture and 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 World Series as well. Uh, I, let me ask before we get before we get started. Did you guys pick wild cards as well? I I I, I did too. Okay, all right, cool. So we'll just, we'll do division winners and wild cards, and then we can talk about you know like what you know what our our championship series or, or I just have uh, a World Series World Series that'll yeah. work too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, let's start with. Uh, I'll just go alphabetically here with with AL Central, um, not the best division in baseball, um, as the first one. Um, who you guys got here, man? It's it's not really that hard to pick this well, one. Yeah, but it's the Indians to lose, basically. Totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, we all we all in agreement on that one. Or uh, anybody think the Twins have a shot? I I. I... I do think that the Twins could give them a run, but I think that the Indians will win it. Uh, right. But uh, wouldn't it be something, though, if they didn't? Yeah. <laughs> right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleveland has been good for a few years now, but never quite good enough to get over the hump. You know, I mean, so they played the Cubs in the series a few years back, and they have a decent number of people still from that team in place. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're, they're, they're not the... They're not the sexiest first place team. You know, maybe it's because yeah. the rest of the division sucks. I mean, you're you can win this division. You know, 80, 80, 84 wins will get you this division. You know, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. even less than fewer mm-hmm. than that. So anyway. All right. So not the most ex- exciting division uh, to start out with, but pretty much Indians across the board. Uh, so going to the AL East, you know, we've got two superpowers that have kind of continued their their recently reignited rivalry. Um after you know, kind of a, a few mediocre Yankees years, now that rivalry is is, is 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 strong again, and those those games are a lot of fun to watch. Um, so, who do you guys got here? Is it you know Yankees, Red Sox, or are you leaning? You know, is, is Tampa going to surprise some people? Does anybody think Yanks. here? Yankees. Yeah, I went Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I I, I went Red Sox. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I was. Yeah, tough who one. You, tough who, one. Who you got, game? Uh, I've got I've got the Yankees as well, and okay. I, I think the Yankees will probably probably have the American League's best record as well. I think um, it it pains me to say it, but <laughs> it's funny uh, we're saying this when the Red Sox won 
Um, I know. You right. know, what, 108 games last year, and then, like, they completely dominated the playoffs. <laughs> right. So I, I don't, you know, I don't really have a lot of scientific um, reasoning to back up why I think the Red Sox will finish in second place. I, I still have them as a wild card, actually. Um yeah, I've got I've got them as a wild card, obviously. Sure. Um, yeah, me and, as well. Yeah. And they could take yeah. the division still. So, Ricky, yeah. you're you're smarter and just sticking with it. Well, I'm yeah. bored anyway, right? I'm just <laughs> going. I, I think the America for me now. That's the that's the division that you that you wonder about. I think the both the Central and the West are. It's just a matter of how much are the Indians and in, I'm getting ahead of myself here, Gabe. But how much? No are worries. And the Astros. I don't think. Right. I'm going to guess that we're all picking the Astros in the West. If somebody yeah. is out on a, a, a limb there, then that's going to be newsworthy, I think. Levi knows yeah. something about Astros. the Rangers. Uh, we don't. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I've got the Astros in the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same here. The, yeah, the Red Sox good. as the wild card. Was that – well, who was your wild card, Ricky? Well, we got two. Um, Remember, we got two wild cards now, too, oh, by the way. There's yeah. two? Yeah, there's two wild cards, man. For like six years. <laughs> in each league? That's how the Cubs got in the playoffs last year, Levi. I believe. Well, I mean, I knew there was a wild card in each league, but I didn't think there now was there's, that's, They got that wild card game now. You know, oh, where they, yeah, they, they, they yeah. yeah. It's just a one and done thing. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. 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 And the, the Derek Lee retired, Levi. <laughs> I'm going to have to hang up that jersey, I guess. All right. right. <laughs> Um, I, my wild cards in the American League are the Yankees, of course. I think whoever doesn't win between those yeah, two uh, sure. teams. And then, um, you know, I suppose that the, the favorite for the for the other spot probably is is Tampa Bay uh, with most people. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick the Angels. Okay. Uh, Mike Trout has made the playoffs once in his career, and yes, one of these years, just by chance, um, you're going to have uh, those guys step up and do something, and and he's going to make the playoffs. So, hey, you know, think, I'm going to guess that things break this way for uh, Cal, Cal, call him California. Jesus, where you and I are just <laughs> drop off, enjoy baseball in the in the 1980s, buddy. The Los uh, Angeles, California Cal, Angels, Cal, no of wild cards, and the California <laughs> Angels here. Uh, old, old guy uh, predictions, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna pick the Angels just because I'm not really seeing any great fifth team in the American League. So let's yeah, say yeah, that they tough. catch a few breaks and win enough games to creep in there. Matt Sooner Harvey or later, wins you got to make the playoffs yeah. with Mike Trout on your team, right? So Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, they also got uh, – uh, did they get uh, Real Muto as well? Uh, they get, no, uh, that was the Phillies. That was a Philly. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. They have Jonathan uh, Lucroy at catcher, though. Um, and oh, the Angels too? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not not too shabby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow the A's were good last year. I don't know if you guys they won like ninety six games. I know, <laughs> right? That that Moneyball thing works about every six or seven years now. Um, it's they're it's, starting pitching a shit though. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I went with uh, I went with Boston and Tampa as my uh, my wild cards. Um, Tampa Bay, even though. I never seem to know anybody on the team. They always seem to manage to win like 89 or 90 games for some reason. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Kevin Kiermeyer, I think, is the only player I know on Tampa. But, um, uh, yeah, they, they, you know, they, they somehow get it done. I, I like 
don't know. They 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 do they do they do a lot with a little, you know, in terms of money, and they seem to they seem to kind of figure it out. They're kind of like the new A's, you know, or like the the A's of the uh, you know the '90s, <laughs> the Gulf Coast, the Gulf right, Coast days. Right, right. Yeah. I I actually went with uh, the Twins uh, for my okay, the Red Sox and the huh? Twins for my wild cards, um, and the Twins. Uh, yeah, it just kind of is a little bit of a surprise there. Um, I, you know, Byron Buxton looks like maybe he puts it together this year. Uh, you know, he was one of the top ranked, if not the top ranked prospect in baseball a few years ago, right on the mm-hmm. heels of Jurickson Profar, who's now an A, right. um, who was also right. a bust, but, yeah. but Buxton, you know, his, his glove has always been solid, but, um, uh, this spring training for what that's worth, he's absolutely raking. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this is the year he puts it together. They have a really great uh, starter in Jose Barreos. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Nelson Cruz for some pop yeah. too. Michael, you know? Michael Pineda coming off mm-hmm. of uh, Tommy John surgery, so maybe he can contribute to that team finally. Um, yeah. 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 We'll see. Levi, you got a second wild card just off the cuff, man. Uh, just just I, pulling just, one out there. I'll just say Tampa, just to make okay. it easy. Right. Right. The, uh, it's there's not a lot of. I, I'm having a hard time finding a fifth <laughs> right, American right. League team. There's not a real consensus pick, you know what no. I mean? Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it could be interesting. Uh, yeah, anybody could really sneak in there, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll, let's move on, guys, to the uh, to the NL, um, uh, the NL here, and we'll start with the Central. Probably, you know, I think baseball's most competitive division. Um, you know, the Cubs competition has really increased over the last 12 months you know um you know just two years ago we were all we had ricky on the podcast and i think all of us were saying you know they're you know it'd be if the cubs won the division by fewer than 10 or 12 games it would you know it would uh it would really be something whereas you know starting starting the season they're you know among a lot of prognosticators they're not really even the favorite to win the division so Levi, I want to start with you, man. What do you what what do you make of the Cubs this year? Um, you know, they're yeah. they're still good, but are they good enough? Right. I uh, I think they're good enough to compete within the division. I, uh, you know, the homer in me is probably going to end up taking them all the way, but <laughs> the, it's a really tough year in that division, honestly. I've got it down on my sheet to where I think the central and the two wild card spots are either going to be the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers, and I think you could switch them around in those three spots. Sure, yeah, absolutely. I was dealing with the same dilemma when I was picking this one, and so yeah, I, I you know, I'm gonna if I have to nail it down, I'd probably say I'll I'll take the Cardinals to win the division and the Cubs and Brewers to be the wild card. Okay, and then with with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, you know, like I I don't think either of those teams are going to take the division by any means, but they're not teams you can really just beat up on anymore. You know what I mean? They're not. It doesn't yeah. look like it doesn't look like they're going to be easy wins, right? Um, even if you are still ahead of those teams, uh, particularly Cincinnati, for some reason, like they they had a really busy off season and they've kind of put together, I think, a pretty interesting looking team. You hate yeah, Neil Suarez, paper, man. Sure. Don't underestimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely, and I think I think they they have quietly one of best baseball's best players in Joey Votto as well. You know, I mean, this guy's oh just, yeah, he's one guy's, of the best players of his generation. Oh, I mean, he's just like, a stud, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I, I I say quietly in the sense that he doesn't, you know, he oh, doesn't yeah. get the attention of Trout or Harper or 
some of the guys that are a couple of years, a few years younger than him, but he's, you know, he's a stud. There's not a lot of Joey Votto references probably on pardon the interruption. No, 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 no. <laughs> or first so. take. <laughs> so uh, Ricky, who do you got? I mean, you know, you're a Ricky, you're a Cubs fan as well, man. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you make of the landscape this year? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you guys have covered it quite accurately. The, the division is, uh, on paper, maybe the most competitive division in baseball. It, it, you could argue for the for the NL East as well, as you noted earlier. But I, I would say that um, certainly the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Brewers uh, all have a reason to go into this season feeling pretty confident. I know that the pundits are down on the Cubs and the projections are, I think it was, was it Pakoda that uh, projected the Cubs to be like 80 and 82 or oh, yeah, yeah. Something, pretty, something pretty grim like that. But, right. um, you know, you got to think that you're going to get a better Chris Bryant this year. And I just feel like the pedigree of the Cubs, even though they, um, you know, faded last year and it just all kind of fell apart there within a couple of days, right? Getting um, Darvish back will help a lot. Mm-hmm. Everything, yeah. you know. I, I, you know, you, do, you know, if you Darvish can be healthy, uh, last mm-hmm. year it's almost like you kind of forget about him, right? He was right. such a crap out last year that, uh, you know, if he comes back and he's the same guy that he was a few years ago, that would obviously be a huge boost i'm gonna pick the cubs just kind of off of pedigree uh the the fact that they've been there consistently and they've got a winning culture and atmosphere and um but yeah you you could stack those three teams up in 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 any order and it would be hard for me to argue with you Mm -hmm. Um, the the east is similar in in terms of of being hard to 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 make a pick Mm -hmm. Uh, so the Nationals, the Phillies, uh, the Braves, the Mets, you, you could argue for any of those four teams. Uh, I'm going to take the Braves uh, in, in the NLE. Somebody's got to win. Uh, they could just as easily finish fourth probably uh, a, a, as win that division. Uh, over in the West, I'm going to take the Rockies. Yeah. Uh, good, good to wow. Win wow. Uh, that's a, you know, I guess that's my bold take. Uh, Fire. Tonight, but really? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Rockies. I think that they um, could surprise the Dodgers. Kershaw is Kershaw's already dinged up, and I'm 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 kind of sad about Clayton Kershaw because he's been one of my favorite pitchers for a long time, and I think that the old body over the last couple of years we've seen it, and I think it's we're starting to see it maybe escalate some that. Uh, the the body is, is is kind of breaking down on him, and um, I hope that I'm wrong about that. But um, but that's something that concerns me w- with the Dodgers. So so I'll take the Braves, the Cubs, and the and the Rockies to to win their divisions. I'll take the Cardinals and Dodgers as my as my wild, wild cards. cards. Okay, good 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 uh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I, my my I don't think I said my NL East pick was. I'm gonna pick the Phillies. I think um, I think they can they can make it and. I, yeah. As far as yeah, if the Dodgers, you know, don't win it, I think, I think that that was a good pick with the, uh, the one you said there, uh, Ricky. They, they've 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 got a lot of bats in that lineup, even with losing Carlos Gonzalez, who I right. I guess just signed a couple days ago with Cleveland, I think. Um, I think you're right. 
Which, like, I, I, I have to admit, like, I didn't know the dude had fallen off that much, yeah, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I, I thought he was still kind of raking, you know? I don't yeah. pay that close of attention to the Rockies. I know they have I know they have big hitters, um, and they've had, you know, that core of, of, of hitters in place for a few years yeah. now with Blackman and, and Aaron. They lost Otto. LeMahieu as well. Yeah, and LeMahieu, yeah, oh, yeah, LeMahieu's not there anymore either. But uh, they still have a good offense, and they might finally, the Rockies, have the pitching, which is something that, basically has eluded them since they since they arrived in baseball you know 20 years ago 20 25 years ago yeah um, freelands might be the best pitcher you never heard of right right and i think john gray actually is is has got a lot of potential to be to be mm-hmm. really good too so you know they, they they've never really had that ace pitcher you know they had abaldo jimenez for like a season and a half was a stud and then other than that you know you got to go back to like david mead or something <laughs> Mike um, yeah, Mike Hampton, right? Um, I, I want to jump back for a second because Ricky, um, you know, um, and and Levi were talking about the Central. Um, you guys aren't going to like this, but I, 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 I think the Cardinals are are, are going to be really good this year. I mean, they've had oh, a, yeah. they've yeah. had a they've had a poor spring training. They haven't, which take that for what it's worth. The bats haven't really started yet for them. Goldschmidt just hit his first home run, I think, a day ago or so. Wow. But um, man, they. Sorry, Levi. They look good, man. I mean, like on paper, yeah, at least. On they paper, look. they do. That's why. Yeah, that's why yeah. I picked them. Yeah. When they yeah, look out for Harrison Bader, man. He's he's yeah. stud. Absolutely. Flat yeah. leather. I like a bad spring training. If I'm a if I'm a fan of a team, I, yeah. I want to see them go ten and twenty or whatever because because right. you can't take that stuff with you from Arizona and Florida. Okay, so yeah. get your get your outs out of the yep. way. Uh, in spring training and then come out swinging because I've seen a lot of teams through the years who tear through spring training and then you look up at the end of the first uh, you know couple of weeks and they're they're four and eight or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, right. yeah. yeah I think yeah. the Marlins are in third place right now. In their right. right. Uh, well, there you go. And that's out of like fifteen teams. <laughs> <laughs> the fish are blowing it early. You know they're just getting it all. Right. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, and uh, I, I'll, I'll take uh, one of my wild cards then comes from the Central. I'll take the Cubs as, as one of the wild cards. I have um, the same for myself. Yeah, the Brewers, it's 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 tough, you know. I mean, uh, they could win the division. Hell, I don't know. They were uh, so close last year, too. To yeah, you know, I, 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 look at, I looked at the rotation last night, and to me, like, they might need to pull off a trade for another starter to really, like, put them over – the top you know i don't know who's you know maybe maybe they could bring back grinky you know i'd assume he'll be he'll be available right is he injured i don't know um he's still in arizona right i mean yeah i forgot yeah. about the guy yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean I, if jimmy nelson kind of gets his yeah. group back uh, right. that'll help then they kind of have an ace yeah yeah but um mm. you know if, if 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 he doesn't or just i think for for insurance purposes another starter could help them a lot um you know they could they're they're in win now mode, so I'm, I'm sure they could they could they could cobble some prospects together and pull off a a big midseason trade for a starter if they needed. Maybe to. is Matt Garza still playing? Maybe they could get him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, right there with Matt Clement. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'll I'll take the Cubs. Um, so what, what? I'm sorry. What did we go in the Central? We went Levi and I with the Cardinals. Right, Ricky, Cardinals. The Cardinals too. No, he took the Cubs. I'll be the homer. Yeah. And my wild card was Cubs Brewers. Okay. And then Jonathan, you took you took 
Cardinals. I took Cardinal, Cardinals to win, and Cubs was wild card. Okay, all right. All right, well, moving on to the East, I know, Ricky, you took D.C., right? Uh, I took Atlanta. You took Atlanta. I'm sorry. Shit. All right. Guys. Yeah, so they, I, I've I mean, been writing nothing down. Because, all right. I mean, that's a classic case of where you think the, the young kids overperformed, you know, that they were yeah. ahead of schedule last year, and you think they might yeah. fall off, like kind of like the Astros did a few years ago before they made the World Series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could easily happen. Okay. I mean, it, it really could. I, I I think the NL East, and as I as I have proven in my uh, now you know fifth year on this, the four years that we have behind us, I hope nobody's going back and checking my record because I can <laughs> tell that it sucks. We erase so, it mid-season. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, erase yeah. the erase the master <laughs> of this uh, by mid-season because uh, it's easy to sit here and appear confident when you're making a pick uh, in, in March and. Oh, uh, I'm telling yeah. you right now, most of the time I would have better luck throwing a, a dart at the wall, you know? Yeah. 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 I look at this division and, um, again, you I think you're right. You know, it could be any of the four teams minus the, you know, minus the Marlins. Um, I, I even with losing Harper, um, the nationals still have a pretty good team, you know, I'm rotation, um, man. Yeah. You know, they brought in Patrick Corbin. Yeah. Um, you know, they still got Strasburg and, and obviously Scherzer is, uh, I think now arguably be- baseball's best pitcher. Yeah. You know, I, I would yeah. say so, uh, with Kershaw, you know, maybe well, uh, he's in the conversation too, but you know, the injuries, not this but year. yeah, yeah. But, um, I, yeah, Scherzer's just a stud, man. Um, so, so yeah, if they've got him. They've got a shot. You know, um, I, they always kind of disappoint. They're not really, you know, they're they're definitely like a Peter out in the playoffs team. Um, but I, I'll I'll pick them to win that division uh, because you know Philadelphia. Uh, I thought about it, and the Mets. You know, still not sure kind of been the same storyline for the last four seasons or so with the Mets. It depends on the rotations, performance, and stability. Um, so, yeah, you know. I, I, I think the Nationals, uh, dude, with Rendon and Soto, Juan Soto, yeah. had one of the greatest teenage years in the history of baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last year. Uh, and then Anthony Rendon's probably one of the most underrated players in, in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got a, that's a formidable Trey Turner, right? Um, yeah. And, and yeah. your old boy, Adam Eaton. Right, right. Yeah, who's who's actually done fairly well for that. He was injured one year, but he's he, he's, he's still a, a quality player. Um, so, so yeah, you know, I, I think I think they win the division. Yeah. Um, who, actually, Jonathan, who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? The, I, I picked the Nationals, and this discussion okay. is, is making me change my World Series pick. Okay. <laughs> All right. We still have time. We're not there yet. No, well, just, let's go. Let's go to the West. I know Ricky picked the Rockies, which I, I think is a good. I, I, I like that pick. Um, I've got the Rockies as my second wild card. So if I'm not mistaken, were the Cub, the Cubs and the Rockies were the wild card game last year, right? Correct. So I'm picking a repeat of that. I'm going to take Colorado as the second wild card, and the Dodgers kind of being the same story as they've been for the last few years, winning the. Division, but not winning the World Series. That's I haven't revealed my World Series pick, but I don't think it will be the Dodgers. So I'll, I'll, I'll pick L.A. winning the division, Colorado taking the second wild card in the West. All right. Hey, I'm 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 uh, uh, yeah I'm taking the Nationals. Uh, I'm sorry for the East, and then the uh, the Dodgers for the West. Okay. And then the Mets and the Cubs and the wild card. 
Ooh, going with the Mets, huh? All yeah, right. Yeah, I, I like uh, uh, I like the transactions that they made in, in uh, the offseason. You know, they, they're catching a lot of flack for the Robinson Cano um, deal, but, but you know, Cano's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but sure. Still got a little bit left in him. Jed Lowry's so. pretty solid. Yeah, um, and, I mean, if, if DeGrom, you know, pitches, you know, at 85, 80% of what he did last year, you know, he's still – Still gonna be great. Yeah. And, uh, oh my god. Yeah. 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 And if yeah, send a garden and and Matt's put it together for a full season. Yeah. We, got wheel, we got Wheeler too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's it's not it's not out of the it's not um, it's not completely unbelievable. Um, Levi, did you pick did you pick the West yet? Uh, I picked the Dodgers. Okay, picking the Dodgers. All right. Cool. Um, so. You know, going on now, let's just let's just jump right to the World Series, guys. Um, I think we've got all of our picks in there. Um, uh, Ricky, who do you who do you got in the series, man? Who who, who takes it home in 2019? Well, I, you know, to me, once you get to the playoffs, it's Billy Bean said years ago that the playoffs are a crapshoot, and it may not be entirely true but once you get into a short series anything can happen and i'm going to tell you a rotation that i really like a lot is is cleveland's Mm. and i am going to uh i'm going to take the the indians to uh to go to the world series and i am i giving you my nl team now too sure yeah okay i'm going to take the indians to go to the world series i'm going to take the rockies i'm going to ride that pick all the way into the World Series, and I'm going to take the Cleveland Indians to beat the uh, Colorado Rockies in in seven. For this the, is a ratings nightmare for yeah. MLB. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> People actually just clicked off the podcast. They lost in ratings to the Sound of Music yeah. Live. Yeah. Yeah. Sound of Music Live or like a like a like a. I'm Bills done. at Jaguars preseason game gets uh, gets a higher <laughs> ratings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes life's disappointing like that, you know. So like, uh, <laughs> right. I, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pick that. I'm tuning in. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I'm not down for that, man. Um, yeah. Uh, shit, man. If I can go, guys, I'm high on Colorado as well. Hey, get it? <laughs> uh, but anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, I got the Rockies in the World Series too. I think. All right. And this is this about. is this is not. Um, gosh, this is not the most rational answer, but um, I think they're kind of due. Um, you know, I like the Arenado is I I think the National League's um, best player, um, and like I said, the rotation is starting to come together. They're in win now mode. So let's say a trade for a for a, a starter, you know, another starter is feasible. I think they can do that. Um, you know, they can they can put together some prospects to uh, to uh, to do that. The offense, you know, they've got like four or five guys, even after losing Cargo and LeMahieu, that are still that can still just rake. So um, so yeah, you know, I I'm I'm in with the Rockies, man, with you for the World Series uh, in the in the series. And shit, man, I'm going to take it a step further. I think those guys are going to win the World Series. Damn. I know. I know. I know. Right? What have I been spoken? I know. I know. I doesn't really believe in a hopper. Yeah. Yeah. So. So who are they playing? 
Um, I've got them, you know, not a, not a, not an exciting picker. I've got them beating the Yankees because, okay. hey, I love seeing somebody beat the Yankees. So, right. So, yeah, I'll go uh, I'll go Colorado over Yankees. Um, uh, let's say it goes to seven games, man. Why not? Yeah. Wow. So I just looked it up on VegasInsider.com. The Rockies are 50 to have 50 to one odds. OK. Um, uh, it, the, the Indians are 12 to one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll put twenty on the on the Rockies if it was. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know a good book uh, maker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a gambler, but I would throw twenty at those odds. This website seems reputable. I think we could just go ahead and put the bet in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, All right. man. Yeah. Go ahead, Levi. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna. Uh, in tribute of my my father who passed away last year, I think I'm going to do a Yankees Cubs World Series. All righty, that, that'll wow. be a good. That'll that. I mean, that'll be that will get two rated. iconic franchises there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the goals. antidote to uh, that's the antidote to the shit show that I proposed. <laughs> <laughs> Yankees Cubs. That America wants that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I like. And now, who do you got winning, Levi? Um, I want to say Cubs, but I think the Yankees would beat the Cubs in a in a in a seven game series. All right, Yan- Yankees are so. I mean, like they, you know, they could they could win 110 games. You know, I mean, they're yeah. They, they, Severino's out till May, so maybe it's already falling off the rails for him. So. Oh, right, he is hurt, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. 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 But they I do mean, have the best odds. They have six to one odds according to this website. I, I always got to think they're a, a trade, a big midseason trade is is doable for them, you know. So take, take that into consideration. So yeah, yeah, right, Grinky. <laughs> I don't think Grinky will finish the season with the Diamondbacks. Let's put it that way. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to take the. Uh, I, I did have the Dodgers over the Yankees in five, but then we started talking up the Nats, and now I'm taking the Nats over the Yankees in six. Ah. Uh. Yes. I've been, I've been, I, I like it, but I've been burned by that Nats pick before. I, think I know, Ricky, I know. I think I think I've them every too. year for the last five years. <laughs> right. But now this is I'm, their year, damn I'm it. looking, I'm looking for the irony angle on it. With you know, a uh, Harper goes away, and then they make a run, and uh, and yeah, maybe this is it. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 to see the Yankees losing the World Series would be nice. I, I looked it up. We've gone six years without uh, the Yankees or the Cardinals in the World Series, which is the longest stretch since the mid-90s that we've gone without either of those two teams Mm. making the World Series. So relish it while you can. Mm -hmm. The Golden Age. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. Nationals are 12-1, by the way. Okay, all right. Well, nice, nice, nice picks, guys. I I like, I like it. Um, any aside from Mike Trout, anybody you think is going to have kind of a monster year? Any uh, kind of MVP type predictions? I know those things are a little bit harder, but um, you know anybody anybody you think that's that's out there that uh, aside um, from Mike Trout might might win the MVP? Right. Yeah, like like breaking out. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Mookie has another giant year, and I but I, ultimately, I think Shinsu Chu wins his first MVP. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Bold. That's my boy. That's my boy, man. Yeah, he's he he might not be might be on a last place team, but uh, yeah, he'll 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 get there. First ever. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I really like Charlie Blackman as as maybe a, a, a dark horse MVP candidate. Bounce in the back. League. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a bounce back year. Yeah. Um, Arenado was is definitely a safe bet. And I don't think he has won it yet. I think he maybe finished second last year. Um, Dude's so a stud. That was, yeah. He would he's due. Yeah, I was going to say, that's my pick. Yeah, I would say he might get his finally. You know, it, we, we could talk, um, you know, Trout is far and away baseball's best player, but there's probably about, and we've mentioned most of the names tonight, there's probably about seven or eight guys that could vie for second place, you know, that can make a strong argument for second. Sure. You know, you could, you could say Arenado, you could say Bryant. Betts. Um, yeah. Yeah. Betts. Um, you could say Votto even, you know, I mean, you could. If, if uh, Harper feels up for it. This if, year, yeah. Maybe he right. Will. Right. Yeah. yeah. Harper potentially, you know, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah, so uh, there's there's a lot of uh, it, it, trout far and away, but just there's there's exciting uh, a lot of exciting players that are that are right behind him. So yeah, there, there are for sure. I, I think Alex Bregman is yeah a, yeah his, another guy I forgot Bregman. I think he's Altuve as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And yeah. and in the National League, I think it'll be fun to see how uh, how Ronald Acuna uh, mm-hmm. performs this year. He could. He had a pretty solid rookie year, and it would be uh, not out of the realm of possibility that he could post a monster year. So yeah, oh absolutely, he would be a, he would be a dark horse MVP candidate for for me in the uh, in the NL. Freddie Freeman's really good too, man. You know, I mean, uh, that's yeah. that's another guy that uh, might not be quite as 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 strong as those guys that we just mentioned, but uh, he's. Uh, He's he's quietly developed into into one of the National League's best players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, without question, I I, I my pick. I, I think you almost have to pick Trout. Uh, it's kind of it's almost irresponsible not to at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I would take Trout in the American League, even though that's the most boring prediction ever. And I'd probably go with Arenado um, in the in the NL if if the Rockies are going to be as good as, as you and I think they will, Gabe. Right. Uh, it's it's going to be big years for Blackman and Arenado, almost definitely. So yeah. I think either of those guys are capable of, of being the MVP. Absolutely. With with Trout, he's going to finish first or second because that's what he's finished every year since he's been in the big leagues, basically. Jeez. Ridiculous. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so you, so he, you could argue for sure that he's that he should have about four MVPs by now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah. a couple of times he came in second where it was kind of like, eh. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of crazy uh, to, to think uh, how many MVPs he could have if the votes had broken just a little bit better for him. It's like yeah. the Mickey, it's like, you know, it's like we're watching Mickey Mantle again, you know, I mean, it's, it's, um, he's already a hall of famer. Actually. Yeah. Right. Like, according right. to the numbers, he really is already. Absolutely. A hall of famer. Absolutely. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. It's hard to imagine. It, it doesn't he have the the highest WAR compiled through his age? Like yeah, so, more than yeah. any more than anybody. And I know yeah. that I know that Ruth, uh, you know, was a pitcher there for probably you know exclusively a pitcher or mostly a pitcher for probably a couple more years, and then would have been ideal if teams had, if they had known how he was going to hit. But right. yeah, I mean, Trout is on a trajectory where legit he's. He could be one of the two or three or four best players of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, based yeah. on the numbers, as hard as that is to imagine, you know, because you, you think Willie Mays and Ty sure. Conn, 
guys like that. And, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine that they would have to step aside for Mike right? Trout. Ted Williams. <laughs> yeah, Ted Williams, exactly. So he could, Mike Trout could be the all-time leader in war by, by the time yeah. he's done. You know, he's certainly got a chance. And I think that deal that they're signing him to is, I mean, if there's ever been a bargain, it, yeah. anything in life that was $430 million, <laughs> uh, this is that. Because I'm telling you, if he keeps putting up uh, nine war a year for the for the next five or six years, I mean, those are, that's what, 75? Five million dollars worth of value. So mm -hmm. uh, he, even if he and, and how much are contracts going to be worth ten years from now? So even if he's right. winding down in years ten, eleven, and twelve, right. it's not really going to be that bad, probably yeah. because uh, you got to figure contracts are going to get even even crazier. So um, I think that's I think that's an awesome deal for the for the Angels and and obviously obviously Trout did pretty well for himself too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, won't shed any tears for him but uh but i'm sure on the open market he he, he would have gotten a, a, a larger contract than that i think yeah, yeah. probably if 500 I, yeah if i'm if i'm the angels i mean whatever it takes you know what i mean <laughs> that's that's they've got to put they've got to put players with him you know yeah, because yeah. the thing of it is is they have i don't want to be overly dramatic and go like all you know hot take or whatever but they've wasted a lot of good years, you know, how many years yeah. has he finished first or second, you know, and, yeah. and, and they've kind of wasted it. They haven't won a playoff series in the Mike Trout yeah. era. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and I believe it, they've only been to the playoffs one time. So well, they got swept by the Royals and they, got, and they got swept. So they haven't even won a playoff game in, in the Mike uh, Trout era. And yeah. so, you know, you look at it, it's really kind of sad that uh, you've got this, uh, you know, like you say, a modern Mickey Mantle, maybe like Mickey Mantle version 2.0, right? Right. Actually better than Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Arguably, at least. And they're going like, it feels like they go 80, 80 and 82 every year. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so what, are they, what are they doing? So it's nice that they've made the commitment to keep him, but they've got to figure out a way to... Uh, get a better core of players yeah. around him. And a good place to start would probably be to stop giving Albert Pujols 500 plus at bats. You right. Know? Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It's terrible. I was playing MLB the show the other day, as I was telling you guys, and Albert Pujols running rating, his speed rating on MLB the show is zero. <laughs> Does he actually zero run with a limp? Like, I don't even know how he moves. There's and, like a, a cane. He has like yeah, a cane. Uh. It's brutal. And, and, and he is, I guess, but, uh, consensus, arguably at least, the slowest player in baseball. Yeah. You know, slower than your, your, your backup catcher. It's right. just... It's hard to watch, you know, because he he's really he's really held on too long. I'm not saying that he's useless. I, I'm sure that he could help you if you if you used him judiciously against mm -hmm. left-handers and stuff like that. But to be in the lineup every day, grounded into double oh, no, plays yeah. every get night, him out of there. Yep. Yeah. yeah, get him yeah. out of there. You're 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 really undermining this generational talent mm -hmm. by surrounding him with with that, that kind of a, a core around him. And I guess, I guess it's just an example of, you know, they're trying to justify the money that they paid him. And sometimes it's better just to accept a sunk cost and, and, and move yeah. on. 
Because he's hit his milestones, right? Like, there's no more reason to really play him for the purpose of so that he can hit like 600 home runs or because he's done all that. Right. He's got 3,000 hits hits, and he's got got a few World Series rings. Yeah, he's got World Series rings. And uh, unfortunately, I don't think that he's going to be getting a World Series ring in in Anaheim. So uh, I think you got to get him out of there and get somebody else in the lineup. You know, that frustrates me. I'm not even an Angels fan. If if I were an Angels fan, I think that would be really hard to accept yeah. that every mm-hmm. year you've got this amazing, amazing player, and basically he's the difference between your team winning 72 games and 80 games every year. You know, mm-hmm. it's just uh, it's almost kind of criminal what they're doing with Mike Trout's prime. So mm-hmm. I hope that they I hope that they get some players around him because it's such a waste for baseball too. Mike Trout should be on the October stage. Right, absolutely. At least every other year, you know, that's good for baseball. So, yep. um, so yeah, so that's just, dis- I think that's disappointing. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. But, yeah. Well, shit, man. Good stuff, fellas. Um, you know, I uh, could go on all night here with uh, our, our buddy from Super 70 Sports. I want to remind everybody uh, you can follow Ricky at Super 70 Sports. Uh, and then also check, uh, I assume, Ricky, it's on all the. The podcast uh, for Super 70 Sports is on iTunes and, um, you know, all your favorite podcasting apps. So uh, check that out there. You got any, any um, well, I guess, you, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll let it be a surprise. We're going to see if you had anybody, anybody kind of lined up you're excited about uh, on on the podcast. But um, well, the, the podcast, you know, unfortunately, I don't get podcasts posted as frequently as I would like. I, yeah, it's, it's pretty irregular, which which doesn't do a lot for, uh, you know, building a, a consistent uh, following because I pop up once every two months with a podcast. Hey, uh, join but, the club. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you got a life, right? It's kind of hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully uh, as, as the year goes on, I'll, I'll, I'll have a few people on there. I've got some I've got some fairly big names from the 70s and 80s that I'm hoping to, to line up and uh, you know, I won't set the expectations too high by saying who they are, but sure, some sure. guys that were really prominent players in the in the late seventies, early eighties era that that I'd like to get on the podcast this year. So, uh, you know, I'll keep my fingers crossed that we can bring that to fruition. Outstanding. Nice. Well, we look forward to that and uh, all the all the big hits that are coming out of Super Seventy Sports as well. Look forward to uh, you know some. That, that, that kind of Super 70 sports uh, uh, world and brand uh, really uh, really just to keep growing. So Thank outstanding, you. Ricky. Keep up the great work, man. Guys, uh, hey, likewise, uh, I love what you guys do. It's it's always a blast uh, to, to be on the show. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how long I am uh, this year. And then I'm looking forward to coming back in a year and being wrong again. well we look we will we look forward to those mistakes so um anyway i want to remind everybody you can follow us on uh twitter and instagram at rock in chew that's rock is in now you're messing with the son of a bitch um nazareth um and uh also you can uh you can follow us on uh like us on facebook and you can find all of the rock and roll shinsu chew archives at rockchew.com. Also, please follow Ricky at Super 70 Sports, something, one of the best moves you'll make on Twitter. And uh, until next time, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a good uh, a good opening day and a, a great start to the 2019 baseball season. Have a good night, fellas. Peace. <laughs>